Welcome back, everybody, to another podcast on Hiccup coming to you not so live, yes. but almost live from the Financial Planning Association Conference Congress, I should say, here in Sydney. Uh, it's the largest mini series ever, isn't it? We're day two and we've just ticked series. over lunch, and there's about to be some hungry people join us as well. I feel like we had day one and day two. We should have had season one and season two, like on Netflix. <laughs> we might do that later. That's a good idea. Now, we are joined by the CEOs, plural, mm. of the current associations, the Financial Planning Association and the Association of Financial Advisors. Welcome, Sarah. Welcome, Phil. Hi, Fraser. Great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, hi Fraser. Excellent to be here. And we are going to kick off talking about the Congress itself. Sarah, this is over to you. Tell us, uh, you must be very proud. Well, we're just so excited. The mood is fantastic. I think having so many people together in person after so long, everyone is saying how great it feels to be together again. And there's 1,200 people here. So it's an atmosphere that you certainly can't replicate on Zoom. The content has been really well received. I think people are just enjoying that ability to to get back out there, get back out and network with colleagues and see the latest thinking from around the world as well as in Australia. So the mood's fantastic. I'm just so happy at how it's going. And it's your 30th birthday for the FPA Congress as well. So there's going to be some cupcakes at some stage, I've heard. Yep, yep. That's the important cupcakes. thing. That's what, I, that's what I've been trying to track down cupcakes today. Cupcakes and gin. I mean, Well, the gin I tested last yeah. night and that was delicious. <laughs> I can give that a rave review. Thank you, Four Pillars. <laughs> That was fantastic. And um, I, I think that, that uh, Christmas feeling is in the air mm, as well. Isn't it? I think people are feeling like, okay, we've had a long, hard three years. It's a bit of a dawn of a new era. Up, we've yeah. run the marathon and the future is looking bright. And that sense of optimism about the future is really coming through. Yeah, we've absolutely heard that in the podcasts that we've been having in the chats that we've been having with people who've been presenting or the advisors. Everyone is really excited and they're sort of talking about really robust businesses uh, that perhaps there's been that grind, but they're, stu- they're already doing well. Yeah. It's not even they're going to start doing well. There's a lot of success that they're talking about that's already happened. So it's fantastic to see that and hear that. The hustle and bustle has certainly been around and for people listening to podcasts, uh, all the, the the original podcasts that we've been doing uh, the last couple of days, there's been a lot of noise in the background and there's, there's been a real buzz in the air. Um, now, one of the sessions that were, has been you know, anticipated and a lot of people attended was the session around the, com- the conversation around bringing the two associations together. It's been a hot topic um, uh, for many sessions over the last few months and uh, you know, since it was announced. Uh, Phil, we'll go to you. Tell us a little bit about um, the, the conversation, how it's been going. Obviously, there's been a fair bit of feedback over that time. Yeah, so the first announcement was the 1st of September. That's when we went to the market with the... Uh, yeah, explanation that we're exploring the the prospect of a merger and there's been a lot of consultation since then you know we've had individual webinars we've had a joint webinar where Sarah and myself were involved we had the FPA board come to the AFA conference a couple of months ago and and this time around we've got the AFA board come to the FPA congress Uh, and so the the discussion the dialogue has been ongoing and you know we've had a lot of opportunities to interact with people. This morning was another opportunity with uh, both the chair of the FPA and the president of the AFA on the stage and answering questions. And look, it, it, it was a decent turn up. There was, I think, there was about 60 people there and they were engaged. You know, they were, they were wanting to ask questions and understand the priorities of the new organisation, um, assuming that members approve uh, the merger, which we're scheduling. Uh, a vote at the end of February next year. And uh, there was positivity about it and, a, and a, a commitment to do it, I think. So, 
There's a lot of work to be done. We still need to get this to a stage where we've got the documentation that's required to consult with members and then ultimately put it to a vote. Um, but we're, we're hearing positive feedback. Yep. And Sarah, what have been some of the main themes you're hearing within that feedback? Yeah, so a lot of the questions from our members have been around the new constitution and the new name. And, and that's really important because it is partly symbolic of the two organisations coming together, but it's also acknowledging that it will be a new association. So that the, the importance of, of what the name of the association is keeps coming up and it keeps being one of the first couple of questions that we get. And that's going to be an important part of the member consultation because this is the association of its members and it's really important that members feel that the name, the constitution, the way that we present ourselves to the world and the objects and the goals that we have are theirs because we exist for our members. So that consultation that Phil was referring to will include an ability for members to let us know what's important to them about the name. And, and if they've got a name, <laughs> I've had heaps of suggestions. A, uh, what's your least favourite name? No, don't <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's a lot um, and we are keeping a, a name bank, if you like. Mm. Wasn't, wasn't there a risk? That, didn't they do that with one of the boats that they uh, no. launched in the UK when it was Boaty McBoat? <laughs> we're not calling we're not, it Boaty McBoat. Okay, it's not association. <laughs> I think it was a ferry. Based. I think it was Ferry yeah. McFerry. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no I think we. The, the importance is recognised and we're engaging some experts to help us through this process so they know what they're doing we're not going to come up with very very face we right. are going to come up with something that so member, is meaningful member consultation means serious conversation yeah. not just a, a vote for a silly name so in member consultation that's been done to date and the sentiment that you've heard what are those really important things that this new association needs to reflect for its members like what are the things you can go look that's really important there's a lot to yeah. be clarified yet but what are the things you, you, you know you've got to do well, I'll chat to the ones mm. that are raised with me and then maybe Phil you can you can talk to the ones that AFA members are, are speaking on. So for FPA members the CFP designation is incredibly important. Uh, many of them have put a lot of time and effort and money into gaining that designation and they want to ensure that it continues to be supported, it continues to lead and that's that will be the case and it's important for us to demonstrate that. And, and the commitment to professionalism, the commitment to high standards is incredibly important to our members as well and they need to see that that is going to continue in the new association. The other kind of linking one, I guess, is that we, we both get questions about fees and, and will the cost of membership change and the work that we're doing at the moment um, is, is in our view and from what we've seen that there won't be a membership category that pays more in the new association. That's pretty important to people in these days of high inflation as well. Yeah, to, to add to that, uh, I think everyone's on the same page about advocacy being a, a priority going forward and I don't think we've got substantial differences there. Um, you, you've seen that this week with us having consistent views about life insurance commissions um, I, I think at the, the feedback from our members is probably in the field of making sure that the community um, is maintained and that sense of belonging to a, an organisation. And that's not something that, in my view, is, a, is an obstacle. It's just about framing how we move forward to make sure that we hold on to the best things uh, of each association as we move forward. Professional designations is, is equally important for some of our members. Um, 
it's recognised that the FCHFP and the Chartered Life Practitioner won't be ongoing in terms of open programs, but we're holding on to those professional designations and we will continue um, to recognise and promote them so that the value is preserved in them. I think another thing that's come back from our members is about representation and having that sense that there is someone involved at the senior level of the association that is representing them um, and putting their, advocating for the, the views and the issues that are, are local in a, in, a, um, in a broader context. So that's, that's important. I think more generally you know, people are just wanting to get on with this and, and make it happen and uh, it, it's, an, it's a process that you need to work through. You know, there's lawyers involved and there's documentation but I think ultimately uh, it comes to a vote and then we make it happen if our members approve it. Tell, tell us about that voting process because it's quite important that I think people know about it. Yeah, so the, the plan at the moment is that we'll have uh, two EGMs, Extraordinary General Meetings, one for the uh, FPA, one for the AFA. Both of our organisations, I think we have the mechanism for members to vote via proxy. So if we have the meeting at the end of February next year, then we've got to get the documentation out to members uh, at least 21 days before that. We'll be doing this in a hybrid sense, so there'll be the ability for people to come face to face, but there'll also be the ability for people to participate um, remotely. And then uh, in terms of proxy votes, once the papers go out, we'll both be doing this in terms of platforms where it's possible to make your vote. And you can make that vote uh, at any stage in advance of the meeting. You just have to nominate who you want to be your proxy and you've got the chance to, uh, to make the, the votes recorded. Yep. And, and talk to me about the, the levels there of uh, you need 75%. Yes, that's right. So it's just a Corpse Act thing of the members who vote. 75% need to vote in favour. But I think we, we both feel very strongly that we'd want to see a really high proportion of our membership voting as well. So we're really keen for people to vote. Um, I think there's a bit of a sense among some members that it's a kind of, oh, well, you know, just get on with it, of course. Yeah, that'll go ahead. But we do need members to indicate their approval. I think we're both keen for there to be a mandate and that means a really high proportion of our members voting as well. And that's what we're hoping for. We really want members to ensure that they, they do make sure their voice is heard and that their vote's recorded. So yep. don't sit on the sidelines. Absolutely not. Yeah, yes. Don't be quiet on this matter. That's the call to action, isn't it? If, uh, if, you, don't, if you don't vote because you make the assumption, then you could, uh, yeah, you could end right. up affecting the outcome. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's, it's an important point because the more people vote, the more reflective it is of the views of the broader membership base. If it's a small number of people that vote, then it could be influenced by um, smaller groups and we want it to be representative of the of the full membership base. Yeah, fantastic. And, and if, if, what's the process after that um, for if, if, the, if it all comes together? What sort of a timeline are we looking at? So the, the transition, there's a number of things that need to happen after the vote. So we, can, we don't just wake up the next morning and, and we're the new association. So there's a governance transition when in the board's coming together and the way that they do that, the constitution is adopted and then, of course, all the rules and regs and so on that are associated with that constitution need to be updated and, and published. 
also importantly, membership has got to be resolved and the new association will be offering membership clearly to the members of both associations. And because uh, at the moment the AFA has a monthly rolling membership, but the FPA has an annual membership. So we need to get that aligned for members of both associations on that financial year basis. So that'll be a really early focus. It's making sure that everyone understands, okay, I was member type A in the in the previous association, now I'm member type B. I've got to log into the portal and, and upgrade it and hit the button to say, yes, this is my member type. So there'll be a lot of communication and and, uh, information coming out around that membership transition as well. And then once that that process is complete, then we complete the merger with the AFA finishing off the last last few issues with some of those um, legal structures, corporation pieces and so on. And then we consider the transition to be complete. It's likely to take some months after the end of the financial year but in terms of members, the goal is everyone knows where they stand, everyone's member of the new association by the end of the financial year. Yeah, it's a really good point you raised. There was a lot of work to do in that background with the different structures and a lot yeah. of people probably don't realise how much structure is behind the scenes, for example, whether it's the, um, the, the, the charitable foundation pieces or the, um, or the, or the, or the other organisations that look at managing the money behind the scenes. So, yeah, there is a lot, lot to do. Yeah, that's right. We, we've got... Um, the AFA, the association itself, we've got the AFA Foundation, which is our charitable entity, which the AFA is the trustee of, and then we have the AFA Investment Fund, which is uh, is our reserves, um, our rainy day fund, which has its own uh, trustee, corporate trustee with its own board. So there, there's all of those things that, that have to take place, but ultimately... We want to ensure that all of these entities are included in this. The the um, the, the documentation that comes out from early to, to mid December will will go through this process in more detail. There'll be an information memorandum, and it'll talk to when the legal completion date is and the other steps that need to take place. Yeah, so it's a very fairly serious voting to be had uh, as we go through that process and, and I wish you all the best through that process. I know that there'll be a lot of work done uh, to, to get that through. Uh, Sarah, I want to finish by saying thank you so much for having us along uh, to, the, to the Congress. It's been, uh, like we said, the buzz you can, in the background is amazing and uh, you must be so proud of what's, uh, what's, what's happened here. Thanks so much, Fraser. I think this is a fantastic idea to do the podcast. It's, I've really enjoyed the couple I've done and I think it's a, it's a fabulous way to get the message out to people who weren't able to make it this year. Really hoping they can join us next year and, and thank you for all your support. It's been yeah, great. Danny and I haven't been able to get to a lot of the sessions because we've been here, but we got the short version of most yeah. of the sessions. We've we, been we, able to spread the ideas. We've got the highlights real, so we've had a great time. Fantastic. Thank you. And thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks.